Thank you for tuning in to the Once an Athlete podcast hosted by Emily Watson, Once an Athlete, Always an Athlete. Once an Athlete provides resources and relatable content for athletes that are either competing or no longer competes. This is also a resource for parents of athletes to help know how to support them. Anywhere from how to stay healthy physically and mentally to how to make a career choice, we will provide the support. Our mission is to provide resources and relatable content for athletes who compete or used to compete. All right, I have Tia Philippart here. Um, I'm really excited to have her. She went to ASU for a semester. She played volleyball for the preseason and ended up hurting her shoulder. Um, she went to um, the University of San Diego and graduated with her marketing degree. And she is currently working for an enterprise technology sales company. She likes to go hiking, camping, uh, do beach volleyball, cooking. She does crafts and DIYs like rebuilding furniture, super cool, and um, has a dog named Emmy. So thank you for being here. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, so when did you start playing sports? I started playing sports at a very young age, but I was trying all the different sports you could do. Um, I was doing tennis, swimming, softball, um, I hadn't gotten into volleyball yet, but soccer, all the different sports that you can have a kid try out. When did you start with volleyball then? I started playing volleyball in middle school, um, casually, but not competitively at all. Then I took a break actually for a year, um, and then came back to it freshman year when I tried out for my high school's team, but I actually didn't make it then. <laughs> but then I did a bunch of private lessons and really did a lot of pickup games, did a bunch of camps, all the camps I could do, put a lot into it, and then came back sophomore year and then made the varsity team instead. <laughs> That's actually really impressive that you started kind of late and were able to go to such a really good school, like a Power 5 school, and to play volleyball. So that's really awesome. Thank you. Um, and you were scholarship, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so you were a transfer student. So what was your college experience like with that? So with my college experiencing, uh, experience doing transfers, I transferred about three different schools. Um, I kind of blame it on volleyball because when I stopped playing volleyball at ASU, kind of felt like I lost my identity and didn't know what I wanted to do anymore, even with my degree. Um, I first went to college for um, supply chain management and then didn't know what I wanted to do after that, but I transferred schools, went to just business because you can always do something with a business degree. Then I eventually switched to marketing when I was over at University of San Diego, but um, it was all kind of due to feeling like I lost my identity when I stopped playing the sport. So was the second school that you went to like closer to home or what, yeah. was, what was that like? So this, um, the second school I went to right after Arizona State, I went to Cal Poly Slow. Um, I did that for a semester. So my freshman year, I went to two different colleges. It's kind of crazy. And then I thought um, I wanted to transfer again. I just wasn't fitting in there. Um, just not my style. And then I transferred to closer to home, University of San Diego. My family's here. Thought it was a safe choice because worst case, I don't like college and I could just always go back home. But I ended up loving it. So it was, it was great. I did find myself there. Um, I found my passion in business. Um, I just think it came from all the social aspect of being in sports, being in a team. 
Um, and I feel like a lot of business majors are very social. They like to be extra, they're very extroverted. And that was just kind of where I fit, um, at the time. And then graduated in December of 2018 from University of San Diego. Um, so I went to school for three and a half years, but went to three different schools. Oh my gosh. Very crazy. You still graduated in three and a half years. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, this is actually our first, uh, once an athlete's first in-person podcast we are both in san diego right now so yeah uh, yeah tia is from san diego and living here now and um, i'm also living in san diego um so do you think that your athletic career made an impact on what degree you chose yeah i think it did so after i graduate or sorry after arizona state and i was in supply chain management I thought it was kind of too late to go into a STEM degree because you would have to start early on. Um, You just need more information. And I was trying to transfer quickly. Everything was going too quickly. So it seemed easy to choose business. Uh, Even looking back now and being in technology sales, I always have wondered what it would have been like to do computer science or engineering um, just because that seems so interesting to me. Um, Mm -hmm. I could always go back, but so far I'm happy in sales. But something that I've always thought about how volleyball and ending that and trying to choose a different degree super quickly impacted it. Yeah. And it it just feels like it all ends up working out for a reason anyway. So exactly. um, Yeah. So what, how does being an athlete have a part in being in sales? So I think sales is a team sport. You aren't alone selling. Um, So I sell to enterprise companies and it requires a whole team of different types of people You have people who need to demo the product. You have product specialists. You have people who implement what we sell to the team. And then you also have like a customer support manager. There's just so many different teams that are involved. And so it's a really big team selling. And it feels like my team that I had when I was in volleyball because my team was super close. We talked about not only volleyball, but just personal stuff too. So everyone knew what was going on. Um, And we all encouraged each other to get the you know, in sports, the competition done, but now in sales, we get the sale done. Yeah. The common goal, mm -hmm, the common goal. Yeah. I feel like a lot of athletes, um, go into sales and it's, that's like, I feel like that's the reason is Mm -hmm. because of that common goal and that the high paced environment and competitiveness. And it's very social too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how did playing competitive sports shape who you are today? I would say that it's shaped me in the fact that I've always thought about uh, my health, my um, mental well-being, because um, you have to be very, it's also a huge mind game when it when you come to that competitive level of, it, of any sport. So being a collegiate athlete, it's not only just a physical game and keeping your body in shape and making sure you, um, you know, do, uh, gain the right muscles to jump higher, hit harder. Um, but it's also a mental game because um, if you get in your head too much, all of your skills go out the window. Um, so <laughs> that's kind of brought me where I am today. Uh, just making sure my mental game's sharp. I like read a lot of books. I invest in my knowledge. Um, and I I am still very competitive as well. So, yeah, that's that's just great to to like put out there is how much of a mental game sports are and how much it impacts like how you live your life is how driven you are and how um, you apply all those things to life. 
Um, so what was your injury? So we talked about your injury a little bit, like you hurt your shoulder. So what exactly was your in- uh, injury and how did that impact your transition out of sports? Yeah. So my injury happened my freshman year of college, um, when I was in preseason of volleyball. Um, so we were playing games against other teams, but, um, I was overusing my shoulder and found out that my shoulder cuffs like always been out of place. It's just been a thing. And so my arm already had some wear and tear to it, my right shoulder. Um, then I tore my bicep tendon partially and uh, happened actually during a practice before a big preseason game. Um, and then I had the choice of deciding to go and, you know, regain my shoulder strength, heal it up, sit on the bench for a little bit, uh, probably two years, and but then still be in part of the team in the sport, or I could choose to walk away. And I chose to walk away. It was a actually huge hard decision for me, but I just thought that there could be more for me than waiting waiting out my injury to heal. Yeah, because that's a really big injury, and it was not only a physical burnout but a mental burnout. So how do you think those compare? Yeah, so my mental burnout I think built a lot from my physical burnout because I was. Uh, it kind of it matches, for example. So my physical burnout, like you could see it, my shoulder was being overused. Like I physically got an injury from it, but then it also meant my body was probably being overworked too. So we had two different workouts a day, two different practices on the same day. And then we'd have a game the next day, have to travel. And that all was kind of, uh, over exhausting me both mentally and physically. Um, but the physically definitely built up my mental burnout from the game. Yeah, and you were doing a lot of sports before, and it went. It was like a lot for you, constant practice, constant games, to now you have all this free time, and you, you know, you go home and you choose a different school. So, like, what was the newfound free time for like for you? Right when I stopped playing the sport, I kind of took the free time in a little bit too much. So I would lay down a lot, watch a lot of Netflix, because I never have really done that before in my life. Um, (laughs) So it was kind of weird time for me. But then I so took a huge step back, relaxed a bunch because I could, and then realized that I didn't feel good doing that anymore. It felt good for the first month or two, but then I thought maybe I should do get back into working out and have my hobbies again. So I lost my passion for volleyball, but I started to realize I had like no passion at that time. Um, so then I went and tried to find what I was really passionate about. And, um, what I found was hiking. So hiking really brought me back to, um, loving just being outside and athletic again. Um, and then I also was doing a lot of weight training still, cause I actually missed that aspect a lot. Um, and I could still train and without like hurting my shoulder. Um, and that, I think I, I was also doing my physical therapy then to like reheal my shoulder, but weight training and hiking kind of brought me back to my passions in life. That was a super quick, honestly, in my opinion, a month is super quick to, <laughs> to like, just like, yeah. <laughs> turn around on that. Um, so you, what was that process like finding out like rebuilding furniture? That's super unique. Like how did you go through this like process of finding these new hobbies and things to do? Yeah. So I'm kind of the person who has a lot of random hobbies and 
I'll pick one up and then drop it. So, uh, for example, a year ago, I tried doing sewing and knitting and I, I bought all the tools for it, but then I ended up not liking it at all. And I dropped the, dropped the hobby. But then recently I've been going back to hobbies that I've tried a little bit here and there. And for example, like I am rebuilding one of my bar carts and then also rebuilding a dresser right now and tur- and flipping it basically. But for myself, I don't do anything more than that. But it's just a fun side passion that I've been doing. And um, I like being creative and that's kind of my creative outlet is doing these DIYs and doing these different crafts. Um, but then I still go back to the sport at times. I, I still do pickup games at the beach, but it's just not competitive and I can stop when I want. And there's no one telling me that I need to keep pushing myself. Right. Yeah. Cause the difference between your competitive volleyball and the beach volleyball, like what do you, what do you feel is different in that when you're doing beach volleyball? Um, uh, it's definitely more casual. It's with people who were competitive at one point, but aren't competitive anymore. Um, we bring it. So it's at the beach. So we bring lunch. We do, we play music. There's no, no competitiveness about it. It's just going, it's the mindset of going to have a good time with your friends. Um, and I've, I've kind of liked that shift a lot and it's nice that I still have really good skills from volleyball and playing so competitively when I was younger. Um, but now I can just use them and go casually and not have to worry about how my serve was. If I right. hit into the net, for example, I'm I'm not going to scream at myself anymore. Yeah. Well, how is it? Well, no one's going to scream at you. Yeah, exactly. Um, how, how is your arm now? Uh, my your arm? shoulder. Yeah, my shoulder is a lot better. But if I do play too much in a row, so too many games in a row in one weekend, um, I'll have to ice it. <laughs> yeah, because you mentioned it's something like for life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And or even when I sleep on my shoulder wrong, um, I get it's painful the next day. And it's yeah. kind of like a dull pain, but I live through it now. And it's just something I always have. Um, I also have problems with my knees now, which is wonderful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just from jumping too much and just overwork again. But um, still like the hiking has been helping because I'm still moving it. Um, oh, and I'm also a big fan of yoga. So yoga, I do basically try to do 10 minutes every day, just a little bit here and there. Um, and that's actually regained a, or helped me with a lot of my pain management, like from all over my body. Yeah, mm-hmm. this that it sounds like you're super active, which is really, really awesome to hear. Um, mm-hmm. So what was one of your favorite moments while competing? One of my favorite moments while competing. Um, so... My favorite memory from playing competitively is going to be from high school. We just had such a good team dynamic. Every time we would get on that bus and travel to another high school to play uh, a game, it was my favorite time ever because we would be singing Unwritten by Natasha Benningfield or singing some stupid song, but it was always so much fun. We'd be like screaming, dancing, taking pictures, and it was just, it talked a lot about like, for me, that social aspect of sports and how it kind of feels like a family, honestly. Yes, that is what sports is all about, and especially team sports. Um, I, It's more than just what is on the field or on the court or wherever you play or wherever you compete. Like, it's more than that. The bus rides, like, those are, those have all the memories, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, we've come in light, like, so lit up from that and have so much energy in the world because we just bonded as a team, but also so naturally too. No one was telling us to sing this song. We were just blasting it and singing along. Yeah. I love that. Um, 
So what advice would you give to someone who's recently done playing a sport? I would say take time off like I did. Um, You don't have to go back into something right away. It's okay to rest and relax because a lot of athletes come out of the sport thinking, oh no, what do I do now? Like I'm, I'm, uh, I have to do something with like get outside, go physical, like be physical, but you really don't have to. Uh, It just feels like that because we were so used to our coaches telling us to always stay on top of our game, make sure you're doing conditioning work, um, you know, make sure you're staying active, but now you really don't have to. So it's okay to take a break. Don't be hard on yourself. Uh, Really listen to your body and your heart and what you want to do now. And I mean, of course, it's still good to be active, but like make it a walk if you want. It doesn't have to be uh, go do 10 sprints up and down the stairs, for example. Exactly. Perfect advice. I love it. And what advice would you give to someone who's currently playing a sport? I would say find people on your team that you really mesh well with and bond with because you're in it together and it's so much nicer. Uh, What I made a mistake is, is feeling more alone and being alone on the team. Um, That was kind of part of the burnout that I had with volleyball um, is that I felt like kind of more of a lone wolf on my my new team in college. Um, But in high school, it never like volleyball was easier because I was so naturally bonded and found the people on my team that I worked so well with. So I would say um, never be afraid to reach out, find those people that you really mesh with. And yeah, if you're having a hard time meshing with your teammates, like you can always make it a small goal of, you know, today I'm going to make eye contact with all of my teammates. That's all I'm going to do. And that's a big step for me. Okay, do that. Um, If you are already doing that, but you're also kind of having a hard time connecting with any of your teammates, you know, say hi to three of them in one day. Like it's small steps and you'll eventually find someone that you'll connect with. You're playing this sport together that you have all put all of your dedication, sacrifices, life into. Um, These are supposed to be your friends for life. I totally agree. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. And I really loved everything you had to say. Thanks so much for having me. It was a good time. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify at Once an Athlete, Facebook at Once an Athlete Crew, and find our channel on YouTube, which is linked on the header of our website, www.onceanathlete.com.